welcome to the Awesome Inside Out podcast. I'm Sarah Ann Stewart, and I'm here to help you break free from anxiety, frustration, and negative self-talk and say hello to peace, mindfulness, gratitude, and living your best life. Today, I'm inviting you to start your week off with our solo coaching series, which offers one powerful mindset shift designed to help you boost your inner confidence, cultivate self-love, and set you up for an awesome week ahead. Because creating a deeply fulfilling, extraordinary life starts inside of you. So find a quiet place, get in your car, listen during a lunch break, or let's go for a walk. Whatever you do, let's commit to spending this short amount of time at the beginning of each week together so that you too can feel incredible from the inside. Welcome, welcome, welcome to our ninth weekly mindset shift. The purpose of all of these solo coaching episodes, which drop every single Monday, are really to be here to support you, to encourage you to disconnect from maybe your chaotic, busy life, reconnect with yourself, while also providing you with one powerful mindset shift that you can integrate into your life throughout the coming week. And so this process is so powerful because I have found that meditation and breath work often allow us to witness what is no longer really serving us. These practices make us aware of our habits and behaviors and really often help us identify the stories we tell ourselves and where these stories come from. But I have often found that my clients and many of you who are reaching out feel a challenge that They don't exactly know what stories or powerful mindset shifts to adopt or consider that will make them feel better. That's where these solo episodes come in. My goal is to offer you new ways to relate to health, well-being, your life, community, career, abundance, and so much more. And so before we begin, I want to remind you that if you haven't listened to the first eight episodes, I highly recommend going back after this episode and listening to those other solo coaching episodes. Each mindset shift builds on one another, and when you integrate multiple mindset shifts into your life, it can be that much more powerful. Lastly, I want to say thank you for being here, reminding yourself how to fall in love with yourself in your life first from the inside out. With all my podcasts, if you enjoy this conversation, the absolute best way that you can always support is by popping over and leaving a review on iTunes. These reviews mean the absolute world to me. And not only do they help me grow the podcast, but they help me reach more individuals who need this support. So again, thanks for being here and make sure to stay till the end as I'm going to offer some applicable takeaways and a fun way to integrate this mindset shift into your life this week. All right, let's get into it. Recently, I've been hearing from so many of you that it feels like we're living in almost like a simulated reality, one that feels a bit distorted, strange, or maybe even like a bad trip. For so many of us, when we use our phones or turn on our TVs, we find and discover anxiety, stress, and confusion on our social media challenges, news stations, and media outlets. Our devices are not soothing us or supporting us, specifically our nervous system, in a positive way. And yet, often the addiction or the obsession to the chaos, to the chaotic feeling, is real. 
And it can send us down a rabbit hole of continuously scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And so what is the way out? Well, I personally strongly believe that it is not going deeper down the rabbit hole to discover the truth that we're trying to find in that scroll or in that search. And I would assume that most of us, and if you're here, you would agree that healing your relationship with social media is really important to your happiness. And most likely by reading even more captions, watching more videos and spending more time on social media, it's actually creating more disconnection from yourself. And so very simply, the way out is in the process of disconnection. And disconnection is so important so that we can understand, so that we can be in witness, so that we can analyze and recognize the stories that we're taking on from the media, so we can recognize what we have been brought into, so that we can notice how being online makes us feel. Notice when we're using it to validate a feeling or emotion that is surfacing or even avoid a feeling or emotion that is surfacing. And so I also strongly believe that healing requires us to replace the noise of other people's lives and opinions and their projections with connection to ourselves, to the people that we love and to the earth and the planet and humanity as a whole. And so I also believe that it's always been this way, but our minds no longer trust our inner knowing because we are highly addicted to the blue light, the clickbait headlines, and the endless dopamine hits. And we're addicted to the fear of what may show up on our screens. And so this is not a rally cry to avoid what is happening in the world. That is not the idea here. But I've discovered that you can't really make or create change or even discern fear from your inner knowing or truth unless you connect to a space of that inner knowing or that love and light. And so that requires you creating this space to tap into that. And further, I'm not declaring that all social media is bad. Many people use it for good and it can be a massive source of inspiration as well. But what I do know is our thoughts are like this ball of yarn all tangled up. And each strand impacts how we react to the world and how the world even responds to us. And so this is a good thing because through cultivating our own self-awareness, we get to determine which pieces of yarn to knit and which pieces of yarn we want to untangle and let go of. We get to discern what posts we want to click on, and which accounts we want to unfollow or follow. And this is where today's mindset shift comes in, which I want to first preface that this is a hard, hard one to hear. It was a hard one for me to learn and discover and even witness my own truth around. And so our social media feed and our relationship to social media is very much a mirror into our own self-love, self-worth, self-confidence, and self-esteem. Further, our personal well-being, awareness, and consciousness is also impacted by our relationship to social media. And so if this is a hard one to grasp, stay with me as I'm going to break this down for you. Again, our social media feed and our relationship to social media is very much a mirror into our own level of awareness, consciousness, even our own psyche. And so if for a minute 
we step into that belief, we take the responsibility of how we participate with others online. And we take the responsibility of who we follow, what we click on, what we engage in. Notice how that feels in your body. And so although I trust that we can all agree that there are absolutely algorithms impacting us, we can all agree that marketers use tactics to get you to click, and we can all agree that we don't have complete control, right, over what is showing up on our screens, which is all part of the danger of social media. But what if for a moment we could all step into the belief that more often than not, what we do click on, what we do engage in, what we do get triggered by, what we do choose to attach to, and what we do choose to play over and over in our head is a beautiful lens and a window into what is happening internally. And so I want to, again, offer you this opportunity that social media is that opportunity for you to go within and heal. And so it requires both being in the witness to what's happening while you're online and disconnecting from social media. And in that, you have a beautiful opportunity to be with yourself and identify some of these core wounds that are validated by social media. And so for example, let's say you begin to feel an emotion. Let's say this emotion is sadness and instantly you choose to pick up your phone and scroll through Instagram to avoid that feeling. Or maybe you feel triggered about a conversation with your family member or you're angry at your boss or lonely at night when you're alone in your apartment and you go instantly to social media to manage the heartbreak of these emotions. Or maybe, just maybe, life is starting to feel really good and it's turning around for you and you're feeling really alive in your body. But then you begin to question, am I really worthy of this beautiful life? And then you turn to social media and you start shopping for pain. You immediately go into comparison, jealousy, or the story, I'm not enough. Another possibility is maybe you're on social media and you begin to question your own worth because you see maybe a friend getting a promotion at work or another friend getting engaged, which leads you to feeling really down about yourself. And for the rest of the night, you feel unmotivated to maybe partake in the self-care practices that you had planned. And so there are dozens and dozens of examples of how social media is very much a mirror into the healing that is required in order for us to step into our best lives. And the moment that we do that healing, although it can take some time, we set ourselves free of the hold that social media has on us. We become less triggered and we can easily dismiss images or content without engaging. And this doesn't mean that you should never engage or stand up for what you believe in. Social media is a great place to do that. But in the healing, you get to choose if standing up and engaging is from a place of love within you. And this doesn't mean that you should never get angry at what you see in the world. All of our feelings are valid and should be allowed. Again, this is just to witness often how social media as a whole impacts us internally, how it impacts our behaviors and our habits and our decisions on how we want to partake with others 
who may not be in alignment with us. And further, if we allow this mindset shift, if we embrace this idea that we can use social media as an avenue, as a path, as a lens to heal, we can also use it to witness media, cultural, societal conditioning so that we can also heal. For example, I personally never want to compare myself, measure my health, or even my relationship to my body against what I see from others on social media. But as I say that, I do often find myself engaging in thoughts or feelings after what I see online. And so I know there's still work to be done. As I shared before, one of my best friends, Alyssa Nobriga, shares, you can't be triggered if you've healed your wound. And so even after healing these wounds, I still have the right to want and desire change in the world. Again, note, this is not a rally cry to stop caring. It's a call to notice in yourself where healing can happen so that you can live a more aligned life of joy and empowerment. And so as I talk about so often how deeply ingrained diet culture has been and how it really has been around for decades and continues to live on social media, And even though we might not want to be addicted, attached, compare ourselves, or even feel envious, it often exists on such an incredibly unconscious level. And so I just want to share how even before social media, a lot of these beliefs were already getting programmed. And so I recently picked up a woman's magazine from a vintage store that was from 1954. And the featured article on the cover read, the new 1400 diet. Grow slim, stay slim on three good meals a day. And so the history of body image and body representation in media hasn't really changed in the last 60 years. Only in the last few years have we really seen any progress. And social media has absolutely become a place to really enhance our old wounds and to trigger these parts of ourselves in our subconscious. And so it's our subconscious and it's the mind and the programming that still pulls us in. And this is because we don't have a reference for what true health, true happiness, what a positive empowering relationship with ourselves looks like. We don't have a reference for growing up and feeling empowered or validated in our own self-worth. And then the problem is that these old stories and these old programming tapes then get validated on social media. And so the lack of self-worth, self-esteem, self-confidence, then further become our truth because of this validation. And then sadly, if we're not happy and we're not happy in what we're engaging in, we never question it. Or if we do question it and we do recognize that maybe we're not in alignment with what we're seeing, we often create shame around it. And so I've learned that when we let go of shame, when we actually confront our truth is when we also stop hiding. And so for part of my life, I had a lot of shame about decisions I had made before I became a body love coach. And I finally got to a place on social media where I felt it was absolutely necessary for me to share and be transparent about the money, the time, the energy, the effort I had put into looking different especially when I was working in the fashion industry for over a decade. And I share this because if others looking at me don't know what I've had done to change my body, then I'm 
helping to really perpetuate these problems. I have absolutely no regrets and have really come to terms with every single decision that I've made in the past. And so if you've had surgery or you're thinking about making changes to your body, I'm not here to judge you. We're all on our own journeys and what we desire and what makes each of us happy is completely individualized. And of course, I'm not saying that I'll never do anything to enhance my looks ever again. But for me, it became increasingly apparent that the comparison game on social media is extremely toxic. And the more that we share honestly about what we've done and why, the more we dismantle the false illusions that models, actors, and celebrities just have perfect genes. And we should all feel less than because of it. And so it took years to become comfortable with sharing my story. And if you aren't ready, that is okay. I just want to offer you the opportunity to also recognize how, again, our wounds and past stories may be contributing to the very things that we deeply desire to change, specifically in the world and online. And so I want to offer you this mindset shift of detachment this week, specifically to witness where you might be able to heal. Because when you detach yourself from what you don't have control over, and you focus right now on the things that matter the most, you give yourself permission to stop and honor what is under all of the things that you're seeing every single day. And so I want to offer you a powerful, powerful way to think about social media. And this is the most powerful part of this mindset shift. And so when you think about what remains when you turn off the media and you shut down your screens, and when you think about what remains if you were to let go of maybe the jealousy, the comparison, and the scrolling, what remains when you let go of the conditioning? What remains when you let go of the need to control what you can't control? And so what remains when you shift your morning routine from media to meditation? When you turn off all your social media and you just decide to breathe for a few minutes? When you stop the endless scrolling and instead tap into your body, feeling your body and moving your body? When you let go of maybe the triggers or the need to be right or that post that will prove your point. And instead, just for a moment, before you make that decision, you connect back within yourself. And then what remains when your energy is conserved, when your time is given back, when your anxiousness is dissolved and the fear dissipates? What remains when you bring yourself back into stillness to the trust, the hope, the faith that was never gone, but lives within you? What could remain if you disconnect for just a short period? Possibly peace, laughter, clarity, patience, joy, gratitude, solitude, love, health, well-being, maybe a new world where it is absolutely okay that you don't have it all figured out right now, where forgiveness is granted as many times as you need, where compassion is embraced in all moments of your day, where you can connect deeply to your own self-love. And in doing all of this, this is not mitigating any of the suffering, the fear, the confusion, the what-ifs, or the hardships 
that are happening in your life or in the world. And so this is just to offer you the opportunity that maybe it's time to use social media as a lens into what needs healing. What would happen if you took on this belief this week? And through this journey, recognize and understand that you are incredibly powerful. You are resilient and you have the ability to heal. And by, again, letting go of what you don't have control over and being in acceptance and surrender and to the witness of what is underneath the scrolling, you get to return to you and to love. And so this week, I challenge you to disconnect from your phone. Disconnect from your devices for a day, two days, three days. Be with you for you. And I trust that as you implement some of these beliefs and take on what feels in alignment for you this week, again, you will discover what is underneath all of the chaos. And so if you love this episode, you're going to also love my episode with Meredith Boggs, which is called Why the Instagram Reel is Problematic for our health, and what to do about it. And now before you go, maybe you're struggling to tune out others' opinions and honor your inner guidance. Maybe you need a community that supports you on that journey. If any of this resonates with you, I invite you to join the awesome Inside Out Facebook group. It's a private, safe space filled with beautiful hearts coming together to really encourage and uplift one another. And for everyone who's already part of that group, Thanks so much for helping us build a movement and a community of individuals coming together from all over the world to really uplift and support one another. Also, if you have any questions about this specific episode or you want to hear something in an upcoming coaching episode, drop me a message on Instagram at Sarah Ann Stewart. As always, I would love to celebrate you. So tag me in your wins so I can reshare And until next week, I'm sending you a massive virtual hug, so much love, and I trust you will have a beautiful week integrating this week's coaching episode into your life. All right, that concludes this podcast. It is my honor to always share with you. But hang tight because I have one last thought. You are here right now because you are ready. Because while many of us share the feeling of wanting more, not everyone is willing to do what it takes to get it but you are here, you are ready. So this is your opportunity now to take what you just learned and implement it. Make a pact with yourself to put just one thing into action. Just one. Write it down, do it, and share it with me. And if you benefit from it, it would mean the world to me if you could please spread this movement and share it with one person who you know would also benefit. We are all in this together. So thank you for being here and part of this movement.